we're back. That was a phenomenal first episode. Let me just say, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely floored with the performances we got out of these boys today. You know, there are some boys in tonight's episode. There, there are quite a lot of boys. There are a lot of boys. Some men, a lot of boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how many of the boys were normal. No, uh, no. In fact, like we, we kind of called it out in the middle of the episode, like, how many of these guys are actually, you know, being guys versus just kind of being TV guys? And on what level is it like being on The Bachelor, being the type of lunatic who signs up to be on this show? Yeah. By definition, you're not going to be talking sports with these fellas. You're going to be talking love in The Bachelor room. Right. Yeah. Not a lot of water cooler talk going on in these guys, you know? No. I, like, I feel like if you go around the room, like, you, you, you just don't have any good hangs, you know? I think it's a self-selecting thing, too. Because, I mean, we saw our roommate, Brendan. He applied to go on The Bachelor. He is a chill guy. He watches sports. He knows how to hang out. The Bachelor said, no, no, this is not our type of guy. We want the, um, you know, the Mario sincere guys. We want the, the thigh touchers. We want guys that, you know, really have nothing to do with um, the men's men type of thing. You know who I gained a lot of respect for in this episode? Tell me. Jesse. This is a Jesse episode. Dude, Jesse, I mean, listen, people who've been watching The Bachelor a long time, they like when they first announced Jesse as the new guy, they were like, oh, I'm going to miss, I don't even remember his name anymore. I'm going to miss Chris, The Bachelor host. Jesse's been phenomenal. Like, it, uh, there were four moments during this episode where I said, oh, that's a Jesse moment. I said, oh, wow. It, like, when he said to the two girls, so it, there was a moment where the girls were like, we don't want to kick anybody off. And Jesse said, you guys can do whatever you want. Yeah. That's a perfect Jesse moment. That was really cool. That it is just, this is your journey. Yeah. And he's like smiling really hard at them. Absolutely crushing the hugs, gestures, comments. Mm -hmm. You look so wonderful. It's so great to see you, Gabby. Rachel, like just moving from Gabby to Rachel, you know, the one-on-ones with the guys. I could watch tape back of Jesse's little greetings and gestures. I, I think he is just one of a kind. So we agree if Jesse was a contestant, he would be in the lead, and he probably would have gotten a Rachel Rose. I think he was a contestant, right? He won one years Unsurprising. ago. Yeah, no, he, he's totally cut out for this thing. Um, man, it, it's kind of like a Tony Romo thing where it's like as soon as he leaves the the game – you're like, oh, he's going to make a great host. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. He's meant to be a host rather than a contestant. He's got all that charisma and, like, totally in control of every situation. I also want to just say I love the uh, reaction of the guys when Jesse walks into the room, reacting exactly how I would react and just be, I think Jesse walked in the room and they all go, my man, <laughs> Jesse. Like, guys, how's it going? Yeah, Jesse is absolutely not on the side of the boys. He wasn't on Clayton's side, and this year he's not on the side of any of those dudes. Like, they're, they're all trying to boy him up, and he very professionally says, Gentlemen, it's time. <laughs> Just, like, giving them nothing. You think these guys are threatened by Jesse? I'd be. I'd totally be threatened by Jesse. Are you kidding me, dude? He's fucking, you know, he, he's so cool and collected in every scenario. I mean, we saw moments where Clayton is bouncing off the walls like a crazy person. And Jesse says, Clayton, you got to follow your heart. <laughs> but then again, Jesse is the host of the show. They're not going to broadcast Jesse's fuck-ups 
right? right? If he just like says the wrong thing. You think that there's moments where he walks into a room and he's like, got up. Uh, Got <laughs> yeah, just stuttering. And then when Rachel and Gabby first come to him, he's like, no, absolutely not. The producers told me to – and then the producer <laughs> like, no, no, no. we got to be like conscious of Gabby and Rachel. Can you try that again and be like nice? <laughs> yeah, they have to cut out the ones where he's mean and not cool. Ladies, I'm afraid that it's against the rules. Ladies, you have to eliminate 18 men tonight. <laughs> just, they're, they're, both to, they're both telling him how they feel and he's like, ladies, be quiet. <laughs> Ladies, I just got word we have to re- move Roby forward. <laughs> Sorry. That so we should talk about Roby here. Poor that would have been so for people who watched the last season, there was a girl Cassidy and then it did, honestly so there were a couple girls, Shanae and Cassidy, who seemed to be absolute forces of evil and destruction for Clay and they stuck around Cassidy stuck around three weeks. Shanae, I think she stuck around like five weeks. She stuck around for quite a long time. And the only thing we came away from that thinking was, man, the producers fucking love this girl. You know? Yeah. And I I wish Roby did stay around. Uh, We're going to get into the demise of Roby and the twins. But uh, yeah, I wish he did stay around just so we could see like, is he going to have some non-magic moments? Like, are we going to get to episode six where it's like, yeah, I've also got a record collection. Uh, do that too. <laughs> Just, oh man, I would have loved to have a, a three or four week long, you know, I, I, I want a whole cycle of Roby. I want to be on, we made a category that is now defunct immediately. We made a category called Roby Watch <laughs> to cover all the things that Roby's doing in this episode. Because, um, you know, he comes out, obviously, Magician was in the bio beforehand, so we knew he was going to come out with some heat. He does the same He does the same trick twice, one for the girls and one for the boys. Like, he did the, the card that turns into a watch, which looked cool until I saw it twice. Yeah, you had a lot of milking of original bits, which kind of, like, you know, it supports how uncreative a lot of these guys are like the the college football coach gave the speech to gabby and rachel and a crush and then it cuts to him inside and he's like saying the same thing like you gotta fight to earn it and it's yeah. like come on kirk hey just you know i wanted to like kirk man i wanted to like kirk a lot i still have you know i i still feel like we can like kirk because he didn't get a one-on-one but um yeah giving the speech to the boys is tough i feel like you, if you're a football guy, and we know this from talking to football guys, if you're in a room full of dudes, you entertain them just telling stories about the locker room, right? Totally. Like, do we get to know who he coaches? So Lubbock, Texas, I believe, is where Texas Tech is. So I'm going to guess he's at, I mean, could he be the guy that replaced Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah. But it's fucking. Uh... I'm going to guess that he's probably a high school coach, right? He looks a little young. Although Kingsbury was young. So they didn't – I thought they said college football coach. We're going to have to look into that. I wanted to mention one more thing about Roby, and it's, uh, you know, it was really tough to see him go. But, like, imagine you're the twins and <laughs> you get called into a group with Roby for the yeah. girls to talk to you alone and deliver some news. How do you feel going into that one? Yeah, that can't be good. I, I really thought that when they broke up with him – they were going to grab, like, a smattering of guys. Like, okay, a couple 8 out of 10s, a couple 3 out of 10s, you know. Okay, Roby, you're in this group. And then they'll pull forward the losers 
But no, they just did losers. They did a whole group of just the two twins and Roby. And if I'm Joey or Justin, I'm like, oh, fucking Christ. This can't be good. Yeah, because you're going in there. Roby, I mean, Roby was kind of doomed from the start, you know, given his last name. Did he? Wade. Oh, yeah, Roby Wade. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't date a Roby Wade, dude. Yeah, dude. Hey, <laughs> I don't read much news. But whatever, whoever Roby Wade is, he better shape the fuck up. I know, dude. Wrong all the time for a Roby dude, Wade. On all the, the girls, all the girls are pretty mad about Roby Wade. <laughs> yeah. Dumbass tricks. Yeah. yeah, man. What were the? Uh, I suppose I want to ask you. you know, what do you think the twins did wrong in their conversation? Were they just like mm. too aggressive about them being twins? Yes. This is so. This is a critique I have really for all twins out there. If you're a twin, you need to get as far away from your twin as you possibly can. And this applies mostly to boys who are twins. Because girls that are twins, you know, I don't know, man. Some some dudes will think that that's exciting or interesting. But two dudes, if you're both twins, they said that they went to the same college. They work in the same industry at different companies. Like, that fucking matters. And when they <laughs> went to talk, they talked to both ladies at the same time. And about both, the fact that they're twins. About the fact that they, they didn't mention anything else. They didn't really talk to them. And, like, you could even tell there were little moments where they tried to include them in the twin conversation. And it didn't work at all. Like, I think Justin, I don't have to remember their names because they're not on the show anymore. Justin joked, like, or no, Gabby joked, so can you guys hear each other's thoughts? And Justin was like, yeah, uh, kind of, sometimes. Do you guys hear each other's thoughts? And then Gabby and Rachel just kind of looked at each other like, no, because we weren't in the womb together. No, we met like six months ago, actually. Yeah, no, we're just buddies from being on the same TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I won't miss the twins. They're super boring. I think if you're a twin out there, don't make being a twin your personality. Don't hang out with your twin. If you're a parent of twins... Don't, don't do the uh, same, you know, first letter of the name thing. Justin right. and Jeremy or whatever. Like. Right, yeah. No, they cannot be Justin and Joey. It's got to be Justin and Michael. <laughs> yeah. Rob and Cristiano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben and Steven. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Did, did we want to get into some of the categories here for episode one or, or any big takeaways that, uh, you know, any big rants you had? Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, the horse moment was cool. I, I just wanted to call that out because I think if you're a dude with long blonde hair, speaking slightly from experience, people are going to want to talk about it. And doing a Fabio joke with your entrance is actually pretty cool. Um, so that that guy who did that, you, you got the names in front of you. Who who was Horse Guy? That was Jacob. Jacob. He was a mortgage broker. Listen, if I'm a jacked, Fabio like quaffed hair guy, I think I would do exactly what he did. As self serving and cringe as it is, so he he came in on a white horse, which uh, then in the post credits Jesse had to come clean up the the apparently liquid shit that the horse let out. If Jacob had cleaned up after his own horse's shit, I mean, how far up does that stock rise for you? That's a rose for me. That's a rose. <laughs> the fact that Jesse's got to clean up after this guy and prove that he's like even more of a stand-up guy than we already knew him to be. Again, to no one's surprise, Jesse does the job exactly perfectly. Like, no notes whatsoever. Jesse rocks. 
Jacob, you know what? I it, it would it would just be too weird for him to be a jacked long blonde guy and for him to try to just be sincere. Do do the corny thing once and then be normal for the rest of the episode. You know, we even saw in the little preview thing he had his hair up into a man bun. You know? Yeah. And, I I mean I I did think he kind of fumbled it by being oiled up hugging them twice. That's true. I don't think Gabby enjoyed that at all. Those had were nice gowns. He he greased their gowns pretty good. Yeah, had a one-on-one with Gabby, um, started talking way too intimate. These guys are getting way too, like, deep early on, right? Yes. kind of leads into my take of, like, this is kind of the Clayton overreaction season in terms mm-hmm. of batch of guys. Like, the first conversation with a lot of these guys is like, I, I'm okay being vulnerable. I'm okay being honest. <laughs> and I just wanted to bring up that asshole that you, like... I don't yeah. think that's attractive to Gabby and Rachel, to be honest. Yeah, man. I mean, you can look at, you know, anybody's own personal life. We've all been on a date with somebody who talks about their ex. And it's fucking, it's miserable. It's weird and gross. Don't do it. Like, I think, um, you know, as famous as Gabby and Rachel's relationship was, you look at the timeline, that had to have been close to a year ago now. I also want to just bring up the irony of uh, uh, who's the shirtless guy again? Jacob. Yep. There's a cutaway of Jacob, not only you know mentioning like the Clayton stuff and all that. There's a cutaway of Jacob saying uh, in regards to Roby, like doing doing the tricks for these two women, and he's just like steaming in the back, and he's like, <laughs> you know, how long is this gonna work for this guy? And meanwhile, he's doing like the shirtless oily bit. Right. Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Have no self awareness. Yeah, you've got the most gimmicky thing out of anybody there. You brought an entire horse to the Bachelor, and you're like, man, this guy's full of a lot of tricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think dude insecurity is pretty funny. We obviously didn't get a good enough look at any of the dudes to know who's insecure yet, but um, you know, I I kind of felt it a little bit near the end with Eric. Where they kept cutting into him being like, man, I really thought I was going to get a rose. Really? You thought that you're a, a 1 in 35 chance is going to work? 2 in 35. 2 in 35. That's a good point. I, I actually, you know what? If you, I mean, Eric did a good job, you know? He had a good conversation. Yeah, Eric was one of the, the winners of tonight, objectively. Yes. I think Eric and Logan. You'd Eric have to and call Logan had the girlies eaten out of the palm of their hands a little bit. Um, in terms of uh, overall social anxiety, shakiness, mm-hmm. don't know how to act. Yes. I don't remember this interaction very much, but I have in my notes, Zach, the tech executive, mm. uh, it's just the note, I think he's freaking out at the, <laughs> at the entrance. I don't particularly remember what he said. I think he was just nervous. I think there was one cutaway to Zach. He's like, I didn't get to talk to either of these women. That's right. Yeah, I do remember that. Zach, Zach survives, so, you know. He's, Zach survives. I think... Um, yeah, early on, it's all about how you handle the not talking. Because some people don't talk, you know? It's just how it goes. But, like, I think guys who treat it like it's life or death, um, it's not a great sign. Because, uh, you know, we know from this show it's going to put you through a little more than that. Your your biggest hill to climb, if you're going to be the winner of this thing, is not, oh, I didn't get to talk to them for a little bit, you know? Because I feel like in the OG show, Gabby or OG meaning last season, Gabby didn't talk for a little bit. Her and Clayton went like two weeks without getting a one-on-one. And was she she was just shining in a bunch of group stuff. Right. Was Gabby face pillow? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, people forget. Yeah, man. Gabby was kind of like an underdog coming into this thing. With that in mind, I, I mean, this wasn't one of our categories, but any any people who didn't talk who you think might actually have a great chance of going forward. Oh, God. I mean, I barely remember the names of the people who are talking. Yes. Um, it's okay if you don't have one because I, I do have one. Um, and I'm kind of cheating because I'm using the little preview at the end. But I thought Nate, every cutaway to Nate, he was saying pretty normal stuff. Like, you know, Nate had some pretty fun hair, a little dangle earring, but not as dangly as the guy that we hated, uh, Alec. I thought that Nate kind of reminded me of other people who have succeeded on this show, which is a good sign. Yeah, Nate, honestly, like they cut away to him and Gabby kissing. I think it was just him and Gabby. Yes. I feel like in like three different European cities. You, you think that probably means that he's at least a top top five guy he seems like a gabby style guy i mean he showed up with the pillow two-sided mm-hmm. pillow yeah dude he's got the clean like juice world haircut yes it's a it's a good look i think he's a good guy he's a stylish guy he is a sleeper for our award of uh chill guy who likes to hang out should, should we get into some of the awards here yeah yeah so uh you know it's funny some of the categories that we wrote down you know I had written down wine guy of the week because um, it was one of my favorite takeaways from the old from last year's or last um, last bachelor, I guess, was that the girls on that show just slamming wine all the time. And what I was looking for was like one of those big wide glasses with Chardonnay that you have to hold with your whole palm. Saw none of those, but the two girls were absolutely crushing the champagne. Basically, within like five minutes of them being on screen, they both had bottles that they clinked together and chugged from. I had that in my notes. And, uh, you know, I think that the the inaugural wine guy of the week goes to Gabby and Rachel, the girlies. Yeah, and I think there were some interesting drink choices. You That's saw, right. You saw Roby pounding the whiskeys back, which I would yes. too if I, like, had just shown these two beautiful angels <laughs> of magic chick, and they're like, oh, my God, wow. wow. <laughs> Thank you. That's so good, Roby. <laughs> No, I I um I did have a note on that as well. Roby, at first the cup was so full of whiskey that it looked like he was drinking soda. I I thought he had to have been drinking a whiskey coke or something, but by the end it was just straight whiskey. And um you got man. you got Ethan, the only guy who likes beer, maybe storming his way into the That's right. uh, chill guy who likes to hang out award. Yeah. All the other dudes were either slamming water or wine or like a weird girly cocktail or something. I absolutely did notice, like, wow, Ethan seems to be holding just a glass of a glass of beer. Can we have a moratorium on juggling as a thing that's like even yeah. a little bit impressive? As somebody who doesn't know how to juggle, like Ethan, mm-hmm. it is an indication that you're bringing so little to the table that you've had months to think about what you're going to come out and come out with this juggling line. But I'm quite the catch, mm-hmm. Ethan. Y- your only redemption here is that you like beer. Yeah, true. It's funny, likes beer and juggles to impress girls. Usually those two things are a Venn diagram that barely touches. <laughs> yeah, that, those won't coexist for very long, right? No, no. So Ethan um, can't be the chill guy who hangs out because juggling's just not cool. All right, we've been dancing around. Should we anoint a chill guy who likes to hang out uh, award? Yeah, yeah. Who do you have to nominate? Oof, I think... Um, 
Logan came off as like maybe the most normal guy despite his middle part. No offense, Cole. No, uh, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he crushed with Rachel. Uh, he, he was doing bits. Yes. I can't remember what the bits were, but they were silly. It, it, it literally was just goofing around with the girls. He's like, a goofball. Yeah, total goofball. I I actually, you know, I was pretty impressed with how not serious Logan was. Because I think on a show like this, the most, like, the thing that disconnects this show from reality usually is the people saying, I just feel I've made a love connection with you and we've t- we've spent so much time together and had such a good time that I feel, like, they turn into robots a little bit and they say things that nobody has ever said versus, you know, Logan, granted, first date, but, like, he's doing what normal people do on a first date, which is just... Lead with the charisma, ask a lot of questions, be charming. I, I thought that he crushed with both ladies, something that I think only Eric did besides him. Yeah, and I want to nominate Eric for that award too. And I also want to nominate him for an adjacent award, which is, uh, you know, best bit, mm. the, the comedy award. Comedy. Yeah. So, I mean, I think him showing up and being like, hey, tie my tie and just making them like laugh and look stupid because they don't know how to tie a tie it's pretty cool and then he didn't a little nuance here he didn't go to the bathroom and then do his tie for real he left it unkempt because you know it's a cute thing to do in the the biz we call that commitment to the bit that was a commitment to the bit moment eric absolutely it's funny i i initially oh yeah he spells the name with a ch not cool but uh besides that everything that he was doing was hitting you know, I, I, I thought that both, you know, he, he had a joke with Gabby where she asked him if he shaved his chest and he said, I did once. I didn't like it. Why do you shave your chest? She's <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, can I see? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even, ca- good. I didn't even catch that. She said, yeah, because like, I don't know, man, that's a funny thing to ask a lady. Totally. Shave- I'm like the first meeting. And he's also like fully lounging out on that couch oh yeah he's making making himself at home i if clayton was there one of those legs would have been grabbed oh yeah (laughs) gabby should have pulled uh clayton like in reverse and grabbed his thigh done done a little done a little male thigh grab yeah male thigh grab. you ever have your thigh grabbed in a romantic context oh man not in a good romantic context (laughs) i um yeah an aggressive move (laughs) i think that brings us to our next category clayton of the week any thigh touch, any sincere professions of love, August, who you got for uh, who's the most Clayton-style guy of what about, the week? What about the guy who just looks like Clayton? It's are, a great are, nomination. Are we, are we okay to nominate the clown guy who's like, I'm Clayton? Yeah. And meanwhile, the cutaway is like, we hate when guys mention Clayton, that, yeah. you know, that dick from last season. Yes, immediate strikeout from Ryan. And uh, this guy, he was full of bits that didn't seem to hit very well. Because he, he tried to do another in his one-on-one, you know, rather than doing the classic move of just, like, sit and chat with the girl, he got out a whiteboard and uh, wrote out some some phrases and translated them into Bostonian. And uh, I think they only they only got through one to put in the show. That's right. And they gave up on that bit from him. Well, it's like G- Gabby, very rightfully, just tried to talk to him through this, like... He was just focusing on the whiteboard, and she started, like, chatting with him, trying to be funny, doing Gabby stuff, and he full-on shushed her. Ryan gave her, like, a big, hey, shush. That's late-season Clayton. Yeah, it's true. 
I think, man, I had other guys here, but like, I mean, the numbers don't lie. Ryan is kind of the Clayton of the week. I like that. <laughs> I like that move for sure. What's what's our next award? All right, next next award. Don't know how to act, dude. No. I unsurprisingly, I think there are a lot of candidates for this one. Yep, week one is kind of a don't know how to act paradise. Um, some nominees are uh, the twins. Just a brutal two on two session didn't go their way. I see him from across the campus, and I just know. <laughs> yeah, dude. And first off. How recently out of college were these boys? Half their stories seemed like they were from college. Yeah. And they're like, uh, yeah, we do different stuff. We both work in advertising. Yeah. I got as a don't know how to act moment. Uh, one of my favorite opening bits is from another uh, just inappropriately spelled name, uh, Brandan. 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 We got Erich and Brandan. <laughs> Brandan shows up. In a blue, like, stretchy little... What do you call those suits? It was like... It, so it's like a morph suit. Like, it's, it's like... It's a morph suit, essentially. But it's not form-fitting. It stretches <laughs> out like a frog's foot a little bit with his limbs. It's, like, webbed. I think he was, like, properly, you know, stuffed in between other people that I didn't really fully comprehend. So Brandon came out in this blue morph suit and just started moving his arms like... Ah! <laughs> Ah, they're like, uh, what? <laughs> and then it cuts away later to like him putting it on Gabby. He's like, no, you try. <laughs> that is peak DKHCA. Don't know how to act. Dude, what does that even mean? Dude, you think at the end of it, they're going to recognize like, could you point Brandon out of a lineup? Uh, no, because my first impression of him, he was underneath a blue tarp. Jesse comes out. He's like, Gabby, Rachel, I need to inform you uh, Somebody actually escaped from a, a local sanitarium. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man. Is that the right word for it? That's right. Well, okay, th yeah. I don't think they've used them since the, like, 20s. But, yeah, that's like the old school asylums where they do, like, mental electricity experiments on he, you. He didn't come out of the limo. He just hopped the fence back there, and he's a crazy person. Yeah, lunatic Brandan. I'm really looking forward to him doing something, something fun. Now that we don't have Roby... Can I also do a little Roby dump here? Yeah. Get, while we're on the don't know how to act. This is the only episode that we, we may touch Roby or that anyone may touch Roby. So that's true. Roby is still forever untouched guy. Yeah. Um, so the first note I had was as soon as he got in to the room with the guys. No, it was as soon as shirtless guy Jacob walked in. Roby takes a big swig of his whiskey Coke and says, the testosterone is flowing. <laughs> <laughs> wait dude they that line was dropped a lot like so much testosterone it's right just like, right but the, roby's one maybe the mic was just closer to him but it was such a i caught it as like a huge loud moment wow the testosterone is flowing and uh <laughs> you know he obviously this is a a critically bad move because i think clayton near the end struck out a couple times with gabby and rachel doing this Putting two girls into a room and you have to entertain them both, terrible move. Never, ever try. Because, like, I don't think we've seen it succeed once here. So Gabby and Rachel are sitting down. Roby's doing his crummy card tricks and stuff. And then he says, well, I don't want to make it the Roby show. How about you guys? And just kind of like... <laughs> what, did he, what did he ask her particularly? He was like, oh, you guys, how do you feel? Like, just a non-question. Yes. Like, no, he totally had no plan for that conversation. And then he started rambling about how, 
well, you guys are in a lot a position of authority. You got a lot of control, and they're both just kind of sitting on the fireplace, like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's 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 kind of the case, Roby. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. he could not make conversation outside of the magical context. Right. You uh, wonder, do magic guys pick up magic for that exact reason? Is is if you bomb every conversation, you're like, all right, what's something that can get like two minutes of a girl's attention? Yeah, because as a magician, you have to be smooth, but right. like you can kind of get by and doing it in a really faux way. Where once you're not like driving, yes, you just DKHTA. You don't know how to act. Yeah, totally. They don't. I mean, magicians don't have a give and take. You don't have to ask the audience anything. And you know, I think in the context of The Bachelor, it's just like an ultimate. I have five minutes of stuff, and now I'm completely out. Now it's totally up to the two of you to carry this conversation with me. I want to nominate Justin B. Yep. Um, I don't know why. Uh, probably because there is another Justin. Is right. Twin, probably. Twin Justin. Thankfully, so, going forward, we won't have to see the B next to that guy's name, I don't think. Yeah. Shout out to Justin for, for ditching the B going forward. But uh, he, he had kind of a don't know how to act entrance. He showed up uh, with no socks and sneakers. Right. And said he Barefoot. felt grounded. You know what? Feeling grounded is not a good enough pun for wearing no shoes to a TV premiere, right? Like, and also, what does feeling grounded really do for you in this? Like, doesn't, it's not a flirt, and it's definitely not making you look good. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't love the barefoot thing at all out of him. Um, so the, the other thing is, I had a, um, I had a Tino don't know how to act. Now, Tino ended up getting the rose from uh, Rachel. Shockingly, Shockingly, in my opinion. But Tino, you know, brought Rachel to the stairs to have their one-on-one convo. And he literally directly said, like, hey, I know you had a really infamous moment on the stairs. Can I make the stairs a little bit better by talking to her on the stairs? It just, it didn't. That didn't make sense at all to me. <laughs> Given that line, like, what kind of winding path through this gorgeous house with all the different couches did he have to do? Where he's like, no, 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 uh, over here. Sit down over here. Dude, he had to walk past. Okay, patio with a view? Uh-uh. Poolside? No. Uh, by the fireplace? No. There's so many iconic, cute locations in the Bachelor Mansion And you could even tell the camera guys had to position themselves at a weird angle to look at them because he was sitting in a place that you're not supposed to sit in there, you know? So many, so many other places are made for sitting and kissing. And he was like, nah, uncomfortable tile stairs for me. I also want to just bring up the discussion of the line. And Tino, I think, was the first to give it. But uh, he said, would you let me kiss you? Yes. I am... On the record, as of now, as not ever a user of that line, mm-hmm. not a fan of that line, especially on The Bachelor, where you got to bring some confidence. Would you let me kiss you? Yeah. Would you let me kiss <laughs> you, please? Yeah. It, is, it is very timid. I, in a pool full of 32 guys, I would not let that be my lasting impression. Please, Rachel, known as the <laughs> horniest girl on last season of The Bachelor, yeah. would you let me kiss you? <laughs> Hey, girl who got famous on TV kissing all the time. <laughs> yeah, didn't love that out of Tino. But clearly, I I have a different gauge of don't know how to act than Rachel because she picked him. He got the first impression rose. Yeah, 
Some interesting tastes from Rachel. I thought both Eric and Logan were mm-hmm. going to get the rose. I was surprised to see Tino get it, but, you know, we'll see. With that in mind, we got Rachel Guy of the Week and Gabby Guy of the Week. Um, I thought that, um, you know, I thought that Eric was the uh, the pretty clear guy. No, I had Eric for Gabby. I'm, I'm sorry. Hayden. You remember Southern Hayden? Yeah, Southern Hayden. Southern Hayden was awesome. So, guy, deep Florida panhandle accent. And he actually apparently went to the same college as Rachel. Like he, he threw out, like, yeah, I went to UCF, too. And she was like, oh, my God, no way. You know, so, like, not that that's worth everything. But he then pulled one of the sweet guy moves I've ever seen on this show, which is remembering Rachel's birthday and writing her, like, a pretty legit card. That was... A smooth move. Super smooth. That was just a kind of game, recognizes game. I mean, nobody else got to really see that move, but you have to just applaud that. In the clutch, too. Yeah. In the one-on-one. I like the little nod of being like, I clearly worked really hard on this, and it's like block letters. <laughs> it was sincere, and it was sweet from Hayden. Um, I, you know, initially, though, both women did not like the line of uh, mentioning Clayton, like, I'm going to be thinking with this head pointing to his head, not the other one. It's like, all right, Hayden, let's see, you know, how the good that does you when it comes to the fantasy suite. Maybe, maybe you, you don't think, want to be in your in your top head. Oh, you think <laughs> you think the Florida boy might be an ED guy? I'm making a prediction. Yep, Hayden is going to be my dark horse for the the blue chew. Uh, <laughs> What do we call that award? Blue Chew Soft Guy of the Week? Yeah, Blue Chew Soft Guy of the Season, dude. Yeah. We gotta wait until the last three episodes. <laughs> I am anticipating some of these men. You're, you're, listen, you're lining this up for any time Hayden strikes out or gets off this show, he's immediately the soft guy. Or will the soft men be weeded out? I mean, I saw three soft men get weeded out today. That's true. Two, two men who, you know, have genetically identical penises from what we know about <laughs> twins. And uh, one guy whose penis is probably like a uh, rabbit or something. Or yeah. a magic wand. Well, Roby was drinking whiskey, so... Oh, whiskey dick? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, big facts. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Tino was the real Rachel guy of the week, but uh, we had to give Hayden a shout-out for that smooth, smooth operation there. I also... I, I wanted to call out Eric and uh, Logan as Gabby guys of the week. Just because we already kind of touched on it. Two guys that are legitimately funny. They pop on the screen. They totally knew how to make the girls laugh. They're being very goofy. Um, I'm a little biased because I think I feel a little kindred with Logan. Just from being the, the middle part style guy. He, he had some pretty fun hair. Some hair that I might have had at one time or another. He's kind of your only representative on yeah. this show. Well, fucking Brendan's got zero representatives. You know? That is so true. There's no red-haired people on The Bachelor. Dude, we even made a category. I can't a category called "I can't believe they let this guy in instead of Brendan," and we got no redheads. Yeah, yeah. Well, then it could apply to a lot of people. That is wild. We hit every most demographics. Just about. I mean, you know, it was consciously chosen. Yeah. I think, um, you know, Indian guys are punching the wall right now. But other than that, <laughs> we got every type of guy in this mix. We do. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. No redheads. And middle parts, I think, is an underratedly uh, slept on segment of representation among men on dating shows. Yeah, totally. I mean. So you got to be pumped about Logan. Do you feel like you've got your guy? I think I have my guy. Is he, he Kaminga? 
he he is kind of Kaminga. Kaminga, by the way, does have a middle part. He puts his he puts his braids into a middle part in a way that I like. Wow. Like there are not many black middle parts out there. Sources might even say that besides Cat Williams, there are none. <laughs> I think uh, I think if I'm gonna if I'm gonna team that has Cat Williams, Jonathan Kaminga, and now Logan, the funny guy from The Bachelor, I'm I'm doing all right. You know. I'm making a hot take. Give me one of the Rose winners tonight. Mario comes Mario. out of the limo dancing. Yeah. He comes out grooving, he crushing. Looked, yeah, he looked great. First kiss for Gabby, unless they showed it out of order. Yeah. Um, my prediction, I think he's I think he's a shaky Mayfield. Really? I saw nothing in this episode, so I can't give him the shaky Mayfield award. Uh, but, I mean, there are a few things that tip me off. One, in the, his first cutaway, he was like, Man, having two females is interesting. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to say. Any yeah. guy who calls women, uh, you know, females, yeah, like it's just a funny move, especially on the Bachelorettes. <laughs> like that's wild. And then he had a moment with uh, with Gabby where uh, one of his sentences started off with the line, "You know, I feel like in our culture today," <laughs> and. Yeah, I think that's a that's a weird line too. I don't know what he was talking about. What about the culture today? But I I gotta be honest. I didn't know what he was talking about the whole time. I did. Yeah, Mario, his words per minute were like in the eighties or nineties, and his like actual you know, actual things that they talked about that I can remember is close to none. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm ready to be wrong, but he almost had a little Claytonitis. Yeah, because he said, I, I now I'm now remembering. He said, in our culture today, like men, you know, aren't are supposed to be like hardened and like can't be vulnerable. And I just want to <laughs> let you know that I'm vulnerable. Tell me that doesn't sound like Dude, I'm fucking Clayton. He also he had a thigh touch. He had a thigh touch. Oh yeah, dead like, ringer. A pretty legit thigh touch. I um listen. Ryan gets the Southie or no, not the Southie. We had another <laughs> award that we deleted called the Southie Guy of the Week. Um, but I think that uh, Mario gets the he gets the honorary Clayton of the Week, even though it's such a clear choice for Ryan. Um, anyway, he, he just did so many clay things that, uh, you know, really to a normal person look way, way out of place. Um, do you want to uh, give your picks for fakest job? Oh, yeah. So, um, it's funny. We had some joke jobs this year, so I'm not going to pick those. Um, we had a guy who brought in a 12, like a 12 foot meatball sub and his job was meatball enthusiast nickname. Also meatball. His nickname is meatball. Yeah. He's a guy. I mean, he's a pretty wide guy nicknamed meatball. I didn't even get his real name to be honest. I called him meatball the whole episode. Imagine you are, uh, a twin Yep. You've basically got double the odds because your genetics, everything that makes up who you are as a person, mm-hmm. every way in which you interact, it's all neurologically determined by your genetics. You've right. got two of you. You're eliminated, and a guy named Meatball is still in the running. Dude. How does that make you feel? How does that make your parents feel that Meatball is still out here and so, your boys are <laughs> sent home with Roby? Dude, so I was wondering that with the twins because they're definitely watching this together. Like – even if it's embarrassing for them, you still watch it once it premieres on TV, right? But this is three months after, so they know how this thing ended. Do you even watch it? Do you watch your one bomb of a conversation? Yeah, dude. <laughs> and you, you watch, like, a bunch of, like, arguably shakier guys than you and your twin 
go through just because your one chance was dominated by the fact that you're a twin. You look across the table to your brother like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't even it. think they did, like, that egregious of a bad job at talking. It was just like, it's no, like it was... if you went on a date and you were just, like, a little too hopped up on caffeine. <laughs> the yeah. girl's like, right, this is a lot of not feeling anything. Goodbye. Well, dude, you could do the exact same thing that they did, but, like, instead of talking about being twins, like, say the girl says one thing where she's like, yeah, I'm a paralegal. Oh, no way. Legal stuff's cool. I actually, um, I, I did an ad for LegalZoom a little while ago. LegalZoom is where you can order a lawyer online. <laughs> you just, if you're a too hyper guy, you can end up dominating a conversation and making it only about one thing that, you know, the person across from you is just not that interested in. The twins, I'm, I'm almost going to give them a little redemption because I think the producers might have set them up a little bit and said, Hey, you guys are twins. You should emphasize that you're twins. You know who you know, probably wouldn't have had a problem having a conversation? Brendan. Was, yeah, first of all, Brendan, <laughs> our roommate. Uh, but I just wanted to point out, maybe last thing on Roby, that uh, in his bio when applying to the show, he said he was, quote, an expert conversationalist. Wow. Not, n- not empirically true. I think I watched some non-expert conversation go on. But uh, wow. What, what, a, what a psycho thing to put in your bio to a show. You really gotta, you really gotta call your shot. If, oh yeah, and follow it up. If you say you're an expert conversationalist, better be a good ass like series of sentences that you say. Right? Yeah, totally. You gotta be nailing syntax. You imagine you meet me for the first time, you've never met me before, and I say, "Hey, what's up? I'm Cole. I'm great at darts." <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to a bar with darts because I'm so into darts. And you, you don't really know how to play. <laughs> yeah, you watch me nail the wall four times, and be like, ah, well. Not my day. You hit the wall and you say, bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see you do better. Because that's what Roby did. I mean, he basically said, what do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) We had uh, also for your award of uh, fakest job of the week, uh, the mentality coach. That's right. Chris. Chris. (laughs) Yeah. Just so it's such a funny thing, man. Cole, you strike me as somebody you could use a mentality coach. You think? I'm I'm just walking around like I've got a bad attitude all the time. <laughs> you don't trust your mentals. I don't trust my mentals, dude. <laughs> yeah. Chris, I wish we saw more out of Chris because I think anybody who puts mentality coach in their bio is a uh definitely a wild card, right? Yeah. Uh Do you the- get paid? Like if somebody's like Wow, I was so negative, and then I talked to you, and now I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's not a therapist. It's a mentality coach. <laughs> Wait, what, what, uh, what kind of average life do you have to have where you're like, ah, shit's not bad enough for me to go to therapy. Right. I think my mentality is what needs yeah. work. <laughs> Chris just gets you in a room and is like, all right, so um, you're doing your chores on time. Yeah. <laughs> you, you wake up early. You just don't have the attention span to watch the entirety of Jocko Willink videos. So yeah. you hire a mentality coach. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, he was another one of the guys like Meatball that just got through by uh, not ever being on screen. <laughs> yeah. He just exists and he survived to the next round. I'll tell you this much. I didn't see him in the previews, so I don't think mentality coach Chris is going to be long for this world. Yeah. Um, so I think... Um, I think I have one more don't know how to act slash they let this guy over Brendan. I got to let they let this guy in over Brendan as well. Oh, yeah. I, I got John. Now, John was another guy didn't show up much, but in his little walk out of the limo, 
he mixed up Gabby and Rachel. Yeah. Dude. Wait, is there a John and a Johnny? Did it, Was there? If there is, neither one of them got much screen time. Uh, there was a Johnny who just, you. I know in my heart of hearts when looking at you, you forgot about this guy, but he rapped to them. Oh my God. Guy? I totally, he rapped about Clayton. Yeah, he's like, I am not like that guy, like Clayton. <laughs> just like, Gabby just looking supremely uncomfortable. Yeah, man. Ah, oh, that. So maybe now that we don't have Roby, we can focus on some other strikeout guys. Because, I mean, Alec. Alec got no screen time apart from his intro. Uh, do you want to talk about Alec really quick? He uh, was the choir guy. Oh, yeah. Wait, that was my... Uh, they let this guy in over Brendan. <laughs> I call him Red Velvet. Yeah. Uh, he's, he had an earring. One really dangly, like, Johnny Depp-style earring. He was just kind of there to talk shit where, like, guys would go in and out. He'd be like, wow, they get time with her. Wow. Yeah. And it's just like... I don't I don't remember much about him other than the weird choir move. Dude, he dressed like Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> he dressed crazy. And his move coming out of the limo was that he wrote like a good 60 to 90 second song. It was um, too long. Yeah. And it was about the like the song said Clayton sucks like 30 times. And it was sung by like four Disney Channel kids. It was sung by like four fucking like um like high schoolers. It was really bizarre. They were not well. Actually, I think they were into it, but yeah, they. I don't know. Rachel kept making comments during it, like, "Wow, it's gonna be a whole thing." <laughs> That's not a good sign. Yeah, dude. I think Brendan absolutely should have been in over that guy. I agree. I we agree. need more redhead representation. We don't need earring representation necessarily. Dude, TV is much, very much overrepresented with dangle earring guys. Um, Nate was a good dangle earring. I would say that. Uh, oh yeah. Alec was his name. Alec was the definition of bad dangle earring. Uh, Jason, they let this guy in over Brendan. Tell he me about Jason. Up. Yeah, nobody knows about Jason. He <laughs> walks up and says, um, I have something in common with Clayton. I love three women at the same time. I'm in love with my mom, <laughs> my sister, and my dog. Blah, blah, blah. That uh, was a moment. That was a huge moment for me. Hey, this is your fucking line, Jason. Yeah. You've had months. A dog is not a woman. The premise right. of the joke, I'm in love with three women at the same time. Is a dog a woman, Cole? No, dog's not a woman. That doesn't work as a joke, hey, right? Yeah. I, I got another one for you. So, let's say you've had a dog before, right? Yes. You Did you, when you were a kid, did you love your dog? I loved my dog. Did you ever once say, I'm in love with my dog? No, not in love. He said, I'm in love with three women. I, and one of the answers was my dog. You can't be in love with your dog. He, I mean, he you said, love your dog. You love your dog. We're getting into the bachelor lingo right now. Yeah, where, like first they say love versus in love. Yeah, I'm in love. And then it's like, <laughs> I love you. That's a bigger thing. Yeah, I think with well, the I mean, the, the, the true one is sparks falling for you, falling in love with you, then in love. And then I love you. That's five tiers of love that starts with sparks. And Roby went 0 for 5, bro. <laughs> there were no sparks with Roby. And he could have brought sparks. He oh, my some... God. That's such a good... Why was he doing a trick that ends in a watch? It has to be a spark. <laughs> you can't be doing the watch trick with the, the ladies. Dude. And or, not or... even a good watch. Remember, it was like a... Like a Shitty, leather... shiny watch. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, man, he could have done like... How about a flame? You feel a flame, maybe? Yeah. You know, a passionate flame somehow? 
God, Roby's. Uh, maybe it's good that Roby's off the show. Um, I got a few more quick hitters here. Yep. Um, I got Jordan H., another last initial guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the software developer who hates EDM. Oh, that was a weird line because we didn't get another line out of him for the rest of the show. Yeah. Like, well, he did the headphones thing, which I think is actually a good bit. Yep. Um, I think for anyone who's watched Love is Blind, this Jordan fella, it reminds me like one-to-one of this character Shane in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to create a new award for him. Uh, the Will My Riddle and Prescription Run Out Before My <laughs> Tenure on the Show Is Up award. That's right. He was just hyped up a yes. little too much. Yeah, a little bit. So words per minute were high on this guy. He's not a listener. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, anyway, with me, like, <laughs> my biggest fear, yeah, he wasn't the biggest fear guy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I, um, no, I totally agree. That's, uh, I mean, maybe the headphones are good for that, you know? Give the girlies a little break. I, um, I, I had another, uh, I had another don't know how to act that I wanted to, uh, that I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, we, we already, we already kind of touched on the, um, yeah, we, we already kind of touched on that. Never mind. Cut that. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, Timmy, you mind cutting that? Yeah. Anyway, we'll, uh, Jesse, you mind cutting that? Yeah, Jesse, Jesse, let's Jesse, cut that. Jesse, clean up the shit here. <laughs> I, here's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Quincy. You remember Quincy? No. Who's so Quincy? Quincy introduced himself as Quincy, a.k.a. Prince. Oh, and yeah, and he, uh, he didn't fall for a year and a half. Yeah, he didn't fall for a year and a half. He, he told them that he's been retaining. He's been, he's been saving himself. He's been saving his nut for, <laughs> for Gabby or Rachel. He's a practicer of retention. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I got to be honest, like a year and a half, definitely a long time. Not long enough to brag about. Well, year and a half might yeah. actually be in the crazy middle zone where it's like any shorter and it's like, you know, who cares? It's normal. Or any longer and you're actually doing something like impressive and you're like saving yourself. Year and a half is just weird. That's like too long for normal, too short for I'm doing this purposefully to abstain or something. You know what I mean? It's like telling people that you've lost 11 pounds. Right, <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah, it's cool, kinda, I, I guess. Mean, okay, so that's what, like good good couple weeks? <laughs> yeah. you, you switch from beer to Tito's and soda or something, buddy? Yeah, I've been training for my 5K. <laughs> Congrats, man. That's that is so inspirational that you haven't had sex for a year and a half. Hey, August, I got something to tell you, okay? Yeah. I have not had a screaming eagle from lower in a year and a half. Oh my god. You have not had a steak and cheese sandwich for a year and a half. I haven't had pokey in a year and a half. So brave. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, should we do any uh predictions here to cap it off or, or reactions to the next week's episode any any bold thoughts on uh, what lies ahead maybe for these this journey yeah yeah i think um you know we didn't get very much dudes bickering with each other and uh you know obviously it's going to be a little different from the girl season of the bachelor but um you know i think that is one of the strengths of this show is when they get people a little boozed up and arguing with each other you know so I'm, it, I'm, there I'm, should be a case race event dude, of the dudes. That'd be so sick. We should know which of these dudes can drink. I mean, which, you should know what kind of drunk you're, the person you're dating is, right? Dude, I mean, I think that one of the big downfalls of the girl season of The Bachelor is like, 
you can immediately, or not downfalls, but like one of the big telling things, you can immediately tell like, oh yeah, Sarah and Mara are drunk. They're going to argue with each other. You know, yeah. I, I, th- I think that especially with the dudes, like Boston Ryan, he was already shushing after zero drinks. I feel like, yeah, this guy's a freaking wild card after a couple, you know? I think, um, yeah, you absolutely need some sort of drinking-related event. I think um, the fellas, you know, the, the fellas with the travel, too. Like, what if the, what if there's a dude who's just an absolute, li- like, shows up, all his clothes are wrinkly and, like, smell bad and shit? Because <laughs> I feel like that is definitely a type of vacation guy to be. It's just a guy, you know, packed shitties, clothes, you know. <laughs> Doesn't know how to fold clothes. Yeah. Uh, mixes stinky clothes in with normal, regular clothes. Yeah, the, I feel like, you know. Didn't bring khakis. Du- dudes definitely have different levels of competence with, you know putting themselves together to be on the TV show. I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing a little bit of that. But you don't think the producers like step in? They're like, uh, hey, yo, Justin, uh, we're going to do this. Over- <laughs> we're trying to give you a shot, man. Hey, Justin. Um, so this producer, Michael, you and him are around the same size. He's actually going to give you his dress shirt for today. Justin, you Jesse up- said he would feel better if you didn't wear that. Yeah. <laughs> If you didn't wear Hawaiian today in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is so funny. I, you know, l- listeners, loyal listeners know I I was actually in Paris for a bit. And um, we, we hung out with a guy who had been there for a little while. And I was wearing a baseball cap. And he pointed that out right away and said, you look like a tourist in that thing. And I, I absolutely want a guy to look super out of place in a foreign location. Because the girls are all pretty good at dressing up and stuff, especially these two. You know, they normally look pretty good. I want a dude who absolutely blows it, you know, <laughs> either like a long sleeve shirt when it's really warm out. That or, would be awesome. You know, some uh, pit stain oh my God. action, some some sweaty back action, some like cutaways to like, I didn't know how hot it would be today. Dude, I mean, what if the be- forecast was in French? <laughs> Yeah, dude, would it surprise you if, like, Meatball was just, like, kind of, you know, stinking up the joint a little bit with a little B.O.? Yeah. L- l- little uh, little Meatball-induced meat sweats? Yeah, they just ordered the wrong thing at dinner. Oh, my God, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> guy who, you know, ver- gets, a, gets a really complicated drink that he has to tell the waiter how to make. <laughs> I, um, I, I, while we're on the Meatball thing, I just want to call out one thing. He brought a 12-foot sub. I think only only Southie Ryan took a bite of that. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to make a good first impression. If you're leaning in for a kiss and you taste like... Uh, a little garlic? The, yeah, meatballs, meatball sub. Little, what's his real name again? I don't know. Right, we're just going to call him me. Meatball. <laughs> yeah. He can't be another name. He's got to be... If you introduce yourself as Meatball, I'm not going back to the other name. I think it's a little too early for predictions, um, but... I will just say, I think the stuff of the we're liking the same guy is gonna creep on us. Oh yeah, you think it's in the water already? I mean, we had you know we had Logan and Eric both kind of crush with the ladies. You know, I think, um, I mean, Rach really planted a flag on the Tino thing basically from the second he stepped out of the car. So if Tino were to pull a I like Rachel, or if Mario were to pull a I like. Oh, wait, no, I flipped that. If Mario said, I like Gabby, or Tino says, I like... Anyway, if the, if the, if the two guys who got roses like the other ones already, we're in, we're, in for a, we're in for a real ride. And I, for one, can't wait. <laughs> I think this will be 
the craziest season of the Bachelorettes yet. Oh yeah, the Bachelorettes, dude. That doesn't that doesn't that sound nice? That the multiple nice. Bachelorettes. Well, this has been the inaugural episode of Lover Boys, a Bachelor podcast. I'm Cole. I'm August. Let's ride.